podcast for trade promotion and revenue growth management. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, wherever you are. I'm Rob Hand, and this is the Trade Scope Podcast, where we cover topics about trade channel promotion and revenue growth management. Thanks a lot for being along with me today. I really appreciate your time. Let's talk revenue growth management. And of course, the use of the acronym is mandatory here. So, okay, RGM. There you go. I'm a dictionary kind of guy, so I went to Merriam-Webster only to find that there really isn't a pure definition of RGM. So I had to resort to that venerable old source of all knowledge in the universe, Wikipedia. (laughs) So in a general definition, not specific to any particular RGM vendor or consulting firm, the wiki boys define it as the application of disciplined analytics that predict consumer behavior at the micro market levels and optimize product availability and price to maximize revenue growth. The primary aim of revenue growth management is selling the right product to the right customer at the right time for the right price and with the right package. Yep, that about covers it. Now, RGM as a business practice has been around for a really long time. In consumer products, there has been a mid-senior role and position of manager of revenue growth or something akin to that throughout modern history. But what I'm noticing is the overall customer products market today is a clear elevation of that role within the corporate management hierarchy. In fact, look at how many CPG companies have a revenue officer or a chief revenue officer now. This signals a clear accelerated prioritization of tasks that, frankly, has been critically important. With the combination of pressures facing CPG companies to win on the new digital battleground of consumer engagement, is it any wonder why RGM is becoming a top-line focus? Nah, it's not. In fact, much the same way as trade promotion has been elevated to a top priority, RGM, as a broader set of functions, seems to be gaining momentum within the corporate environment as well, and for good reason. Going back to our Wikipedia definition, the general function of RGM is to leverage superior analytics to optimize price, promotions, product assortment, and packaging. Going back to our Wikipedia definition, the general function of RGM is to leverage superior analytics to optimize price, promotions, product assortment, and packaging. Each of these individual functions have been around way before old King Henry VIII was blowing through marriages. Price management, for instance, has to be one of the most popular businesses to be in, with almost 2 billion pages of Google references. For many of us, the first time we heard the word optimization is when it came to corporate glossaries. In fact, price optimization. Some of the more earlier forms of AI-driven optimization engines were created to set the most effective pricing. One VP of RGM I spoke with recently told me that she had been in this business for almost 30 years, and until about five years ago, her work was almost exclusively managing price. But realistically, modern RGM has now moved beyond price management to incorporate data science in the form of more sophisticated AI-driven machine learning and optimization algorithms that predict higher promotion, ROI, across the board, better and more effective product assortment, and continual analyses 
of product packaging and labeling and positioning. In the trade show and conference circuit over the past few years, it is obvious that RGM has incorporated two other major areas of functionality, retail execution and social media tracking. Now, together with the other four traditional areas, RGM has expanded into a much larger role in consumer products. Trade promotion management has been generally placed within the sales organizations and sometimes in finance, but I am seeing trends that place the entire trade promotion operational and analytical functions within RGM now, and that is the best place for trade promotion management and execution to be. Advances in planogram technology as well as 24-7 on-shelf monitoring and shopper tracking has enabled better, more accurate, and efficient product assortment, planning, execution, and analysis. The typical household today has multiple consumer shoppers ranging from sub-millennial to aging baby booners, all with different needs, buying habits, opinions, and even cultures. The modern family is a multi-headed hydra for RGM directors and analysts to deal with. Packaging has always been a rather serious discipline. Given the mix of products on the shelf, especially between branded and store-owned labels, where it's often easy to mistake the private label with the branded one due to the similarity of packaging, and don't let me kid you a bit, that's in the plan. CPG companies are finding even this old ground, once conquered, is becoming the new battlefield. Retail execution is the practice of field merchandising and in-store audits for compliance, competitive activity, store conditions, and inventory management. The relatively broad coverage most companies, especially brokerage firms, have across the markets have had to be exercises in law of averages, where assumptions that store conditions and compliance were representative of average execution. It is an awfully expensive process because you have thousands of merchandising reps and personnel traversing the regions and territories conducting in-store audits. How does this fit into RGM? Well, think about how expensive it is, how difficult it is to capture and analyze the data gathered in what is often a tough environment. Just to handle minimum activities within the store visit requires continual planning and management with very unsophisticated technology and tools for the most part. This is where the shopper buys. This is what they see on the shelf. This is how they see it on the shelf. These merchandising reps are the eyes and ears of the real-time consumer activity. So why not make this part of the way we optimize for revenue generation? Now, in all fairness, retail execution and its more complex selling cousin direct store delivery, or what we call DSD, is on the rise in both availability of technology and prioritization of focus. This is especially true for brokerage firms that I talked about earlier, where the bulk of the responsibility typically lays in the overall services that they provide to their CPG principal client companies. So, yeah, retail execution and DSD are both expanding areas of focus for RGM executives. Now, one thing to note here, for years, actually decades, CPG companies have gone through every corner of the galaxy trying to figure out how to reduce trade promotion spending without compromising value, revenue, and profitability. Most of that effort was to no avail, obviously. We've seen those numbers. But one of the main arguments for implementing sophisticated AI-driven optimization engines has always been to determine how to do more with less, that is, less trade funds. 
but smart CPG companies that have had successful results with real trade promotion optimization are actually seeing increased spending. Maybe not as a rule yet, but certainly in spending patterns and subsequent ROI achievement analyzed over the past couple of years of operation. Why? Well, think about it. Several proof-of-concept pilots that I have been involved with over the past three to four years have resulted in significant improvements in revenue and profitability against previous non-optimized promotion performance. Working closely with a buyer and retail marketing organizations, the promotion plans created and executed showed higher volumes at retail and, in some cases, totally selling out within the first few days of a five- to seven-day promotion. Over a six-month period, experimentation with optimized price and promotions began to show higher initial volumes at sell-in with slightly higher pricing, enabling both the supplier and the retailer to sustain promotion success at even slightly higher costs. The more sophisticated systems included a broader spectrum of data from consumer marketing and, therefore, clearer demonstration of the value of smarter promotions producing higher volumes. Hence, higher revenues, slightly higher margins, and of course, higher profit for both the retailer and the supplier. Hey, you can't get better than that, right? Now think of this. Just like the economic saying of a rising tide floats all boats, successfully optimized RGM produces ongoing residual benefits like increased product sales into the channel, higher in-store product sales, and even the potential of larger shares of shelf slots and sustainable long-term market share. In fact, it's easy through clienteling to be able to leverage more, let's just say, broad coverage of related or peripheral promotional products, those that are not on promotion but can be connected. Like, for example, selling a steak at the butcher shop or the butcher counter and then recommending a set of grilling tools, right? Makes sense? As with any industry-led paradigm shift, the software and consulting vendors have responded with a slew of new products. Companies like Deloitte, PwC, Accenture, and McKinsey all tout products that are built to grow revenues through advanced data science. Trade promotion and analytics vendors are also rolling out new RGM-tagged functionality designed to leverage new artificial intelligence-based solutions that address this need. Before you continue searching the almost 2 billion listings in RGM, check out two exceptionally good recent publications on the subject. Here's one entitled New Strategies for CPG Revenue Growth Management. That's from Symphony Retail and Promotion Optimization Institute. And then here's another title, Revenue Growth Management, The Next Horizon by McKinsey and Company. Now, both present well-written treatments on the growing RGM practice for consumer products and clearly will answer a lot of questions you may have. I'm sure there are a lot more other really good white papers and documents out there that tout and talk about RGM, but check it out on your own. Spend time doing that instead of the 2 billion listings for Google for RGM. To say that CPG companies are facing challenges today is like saying Samson was challenged when he faced 1,000 screaming men who wanted to kill him. It's not a challenge. It's life and death. And I'm not sure that you're going to have the donkey jawbone or the strength Samson had, but the danger lurks nonetheless. All you have to do is look at how the top-tier CPG companies have lost share to smaller, more agile competitors across product categories they've dominated forever, and you've got your answer. Revenue growth management is, in many ways, everyone's job from the chairman of the board down to the janitor. And it had better be. 
In essence, everything with a capital every that is done in the company has to be focused on maximizing revenue. Every line of business from HR to marketing to IT to supply chain and finance has to be part of the input that drives the achievement of the ultimate revenue growth goal. And that's my two cents. So thanks again for joining me today. It's been a pleasure. And watch for the next Trade Scope podcast, available everywhere you get your podcast, as well as my website, handpromotion.com. So hey, until the next time, this is Rob Hand saying, please be safe, be well, and be strong.